hello, it's Steph, otherwise known as Moving Forward, Looking Forward, or MFLF, which is my new shortened version of my name. I wanted to have a chat about measurements today. And the reason I wanted to discuss this topic was because I'm seeing a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook posting about how much they weigh and how they have either lost heaps or they haven't lost anything and how they're focusing so much on what the number on that scale says. And I wanted to have a chat about some of the different ways that I've learned to measure my progress. For those of you who don't know my story, I used to weigh 243 kilos. I now weigh 156 kilos. And in that time, I've put weight on, I've lost weight. I went from 204 kilos to 165, back up to 211, down to 180, whatever. It's really disheartening to think about those numbers and think about how much I actually focused on them because whilst I was putting on weight or losing weight one thing I wasn't losing was the knowledge that I was gaining as a result of seeing those numbers on that scale and I'll explain a little bit more about what I mean in a moment. I weigh myself once a month. I weigh myself on the first of each month and I do it first thing in the morning. So as soon as I get up, I go to the toilet, I jump on the scales. I record the number, but that's all I do with it. I sometimes announce it on Facebook or Instagram so people can see what I'm doing and how well I'm doing. But I don't always do that because my focus isn't just about what the numbers on the scale say. I really like to go by how I'm feeling and I also like to go by things that are referred to as NSV, which is a non-scale victory and they make me feel so much better about myself than what numbers on a scale do. And I'm not saying get rid of the scales altogether. I know that they are a necessary evil. I'm just really hoping that The information I'm sharing will give people a different way of measuring their progress and seeing that there are other ways that you can feel good about yourself, especially when you know you've done a good job and you should be. Because we've all been there where we've had a perfect week. We've been exercising, eating really well. Our water intake has been incredible, but we've jumped on the scales And we've put on 200 grams and you look at it and you think, ah, so you get off and then you jump back on and then all of a sudden you've put on 250 grams. Then you think, well, what was the last week worth? Why did I even bother? I'm going to go and eat cake now because clearly when I'm doing my best, it's not good enough. I'm still putting on weight. So I'm just going to stop. And I've been in that position so many times and when I see other people feeling like that and feeling disheartened by what that number says, I really wish they would find other ways of doing things and that's why I thought I'd record this as well is maybe people don't know all the different ways that you can measure your progress and 
Before I begin talking more about some of the other ways I use, I'm sure I don't have all the answers either. This is just the stuff that I do based on my knowledge and these are the things that work for me. When I do weigh myself, I do celebrate every loss, even if it's 100 grams. And when people ask me what my goal is, I would like to be down to 85 kilos. But I also know I'm probably going to have to have skin removal surgery before I get there. But I don't look at that as my long-term goal. My long-term goal is the same as my short-term goal. It's to lose a kilo. And the reason I do that is because let's say you're a person who's only got 20 kilos to lose. And when I say only, sorry, I shouldn't say it like that, but I've got 85 to lose. So 20 kilos is a drop in the ocean for me, but for some people, 20 kilos is my 85. So I shouldn't have used those words, but I'm sure you can understand why I did. But if you've got 20 kilos to lose, Break it down so that you're not just celebrating your victories every time you lose five kilos. Why don't you celebrate every time you lose 500 grams or a kilo? Because if you say to yourself, oh, I'm going to celebrate when I lose five kilos, you're only going to be celebrating four times. But if you celebrate every time you lose 500 grams, you're celebrating 40 times. Or if it's every kilo, you're celebrating 20 times. And every single thing that you lose is worth a celebration. When you lose 100 grams, that should be celebrated just as much as if you lost a kilo. Because by looking at anything that you lose as being remarkable, that's going to change your mindset as well. Don't look at the scales going, I only lost 100 grams. My God, you lost 100 grams. 100 grams is huge. That's heaps. That's more than what you could have lost. And you've got to start thinking of it that way. And by thinking of it in a more positive way, hopefully people will start feeling more positive about that number that they see on the scales. The other way I measure my progress is by centimetres. Inches for those of you overseas. But I also don't like using a tape measure and seeing numbers because at one point I was two meters around my hips and that was really, really hard for me to look at that number and feel anything positive by it. So that's when I started using wool because I was able to see how well I was doing. I also had to use wool because I couldn't find a tape measure big enough. But for anyone who is in the same situation, you can get a quilt maker's tape measure. They go up to three meters and I'm sure you can find bigger as well. But there's a bit of a hot tip for those who are in the same position as I was in a couple of years ago. But if you use wool instead of the tape measure, put it around your waist or your hips and just cut it and then sticky tape it on the wall and then put the one the next month next to it. You'll notice the changes there and that will make you feel good about yourself and once again it's removing numbers. The other way that I measure my progress is through my clothing. I used to be a size 38 and when I say that, That was the biggest size I could actually purchase at the time. I probably should have been like a size 46, but I couldn't find pants that big. But I used to be a lot bigger than what I am now. I'm currently a 24 or a 26. And I've got a lot of different pieces of clothing that don't fit me because I try them on every few months to see how well they're fitting. 
and I am amazed to see some of the pants are doing up that didn't do up before. They don't look good, but they do up and they go around my hips and the button does up and it doesn't pop off. I've got a couple more months before I can fit into that particular pair of pants that I'm thinking of. But going down to the op shop, buy yourself a couple of really cheap pieces of clothing that are smaller than what you're in at the moment. Or if you want to, go out and buy the expensive jacket that you'd like to fit into. But if you make it as cheap as you can, because one thing I've noticed since dropping a lot of sizes is my tastes have changed. And I don't really know how to dress myself. And I'm wearing things now that... I wouldn't have even dreamed of of wearing at all when I was at my heaviest because when you lose weight, your body changes as well. So things that didn't used to suit you start suiting you. And in my case, things that I thought did suit me definitely don't now. For example, my boobs are a lot smaller, so I wouldn't be able to pull off a top that required an enormous amount of cleavage the same way that I used to. So clothing is a really good way of being able to see how well you are doing in regard to losing weight and changing your body shape. The other thing that I suggest you do if you're not already is start taking photos. So in the weight loss world, there's Transformation Tuesday, Way Back Wednesday, Throwback Thursday and Face to Face Friday. And every single one of those days you share, if you want to, a picture of yourself at your heaviest weight or a picture of yourself a few months ago next to a photo of what you look like today. And I must say that when I've shared those photos in the past, a lot of the time that's actually stopped me from eating pizza (laughs) because I see how well I'm doing. And whilst I know eating one slice of pizza is not going to put all that weight back on, I think to myself, oh, if you keep going, then your next Transformation Tuesday picture in six months' time is going to be incredible. But if you eat pizza today, it might not be as good as it could be. So these are different ways of keeping myself motivated that I find really really useful one thing that I'm glad that I did do is take photos of my hands my face my feet I also took photos of my legs particularly my calf muscles and my biceps because as you're losing weight and going to the gym and working out you'll notice a lot of different changes in your body and to be able to have a look back now to see how well I'm looking in comparison to what I did back then is really motivating and it helps keep me going. It makes me feel inspired and I know that a lot of people look at my progress and they feel motivated and inspired, which I'm really honored to be able to be in that position. But I also have a lot of people that I look at and feel motivated and inspired by too. And being able to see their pictures of different parts of their bodies that you wouldn't normally think to take photos of helps me think, gosh, I can do that too. And one area that I really wish I'd paid a bit more attention to that I haven't is my neck and my collarbone area. That has changed a lot. I can feel my bones now and I can see a lot of definition. So I really wish that I had taken a few more photos of that area than what I did because then I'd, I'd have a lot of different photos to be able to compare with. Another way of tracking your progress is by 
taking part in a simple fitness test. You can set it up yourself and record it every month. So what you could do is see how long you could hold a wall sit for, do as many burpees as you can in the space of a minute, do as many push-ups as you can in the space of a minute, do as many squats as you can in the space of a minute and see how long you can hold a plank for. Also, jumping on the treadmill and seeing how long you can run without dying for is a really good way of seeing how your fitness is increasing. And once again, getting away from the scales, having your fitness increase is a huge thing. And whilst I haven't dropped a lot of weight in the last few months, my fitness is at its peak at the moment. I can run really far before I feel like dying I can lift a lot of weight at the moment as well so the reason my scales haven't changed is because I'm putting on a lot of weight and I'm putting on the weight because my muscles are getting bigger and whilst my fat's disappearing as well you're not going to see that on a, a normal set of bathroom scales so I'm really proud of myself when I haven't lost a lot of weight because I know that my muscles are growing and I'm doing an amazing job with that but definitely having that fitness test will help you see how well you're doing and that will keep you motivated too and that's one reason I do my burpees challenge every month because I want to see how well I'm doing to to do as many burpees as I can do it can take a lot out of me and I think the most I got to was 14 (laughs) and that was hard but knowing that I can do better than that makes me want to push myself further to just keep on going. Some of my other favorite non-scale victories have been ones that I've shared on my social media, but things like being able to fit into the booth at the pancake parlor was huge. That was, I don't even have words for that moment. Not being able to fit in the booth at the best of times is just a horrible thing, but when you actually fit into it, just just being able to do it is is incredible. Things like being able to fit into other people's cars and being able to do up the seatbelts is a huge thing for me as well. Fitting into seats that I didn't used to fit into before, not booths, I'm talking things like the chairs at the cinemas I no longer have to squish into or the chairs at Nando's or McDonald's or places like that, just just different little things uh, where the steering wheel sits on my stomach and no longer rubs, I can actually move my chair forward now. They're the sorts of things that you should be looking at to find your own motivation and find things to inspire you. And one thing I hate seeing, and I know people will continue doing it, but stop comparing yourself to others because you are the only person you should compare yourself to. If I've ran two minutes without dying, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to. You might be able to run 10 minutes without dying, but I'm not going to look at you and think, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough because I can't run 10 minutes without dying. No, I look at myself when I couldn't run 10 meters without feeling like I was going to die. And that's why you only ever compare your progress to your progress because I'm not you and you're not me. So it wouldn't make sense to compare what I'm doing in comparison to what you're doing. And like I said, I know that by me saying that's not going to stop people from doing it, but it's not healthy. It's not healthy to do that at all. And it's really frustrating when people message me and they say, oh, you know, I'd love to be able to run 
but I can't run as fast as you can. Well, I can't run very fast at all, but don't compare yourself to me because I've been running a lot longer than what you have. Even though I'm not great at it, I'm better than what I was. One of the other things I forgot to mention, and I should have mentioned it during my little chat about scales, is if you are one of these people who are at the point where you are not able to weigh on a normal set of scales, I want to give you a hot tip. And the way I discovered this wasn't fun, but it does work. If you stand on two scales and add the numbers together, then you are going to be able to find out how much you weigh. Give it a go. Even if you're 200 kilos or 80 kilos, whatever it is you are, you get two sets of bathroom scales and you put one foot on one and one foot in the other and you literally add the numbers up. And it's accurate, give or take a kilo, but when you're over 200 kilos, having exact accuracy isn't really an important issue. It's more so to know whether or not you're able to have that test that you need to have or lay on that table to have that x-ray because everything has a weight restriction and if you're over that weight then they need to find different ways of catering for you and it's really hard living in a world where you are a size that doesn't cater for you and when I was at my heaviest I bought a set of scales that went up to 250 kilos I can't even remember how much they were but they're a couple of hundred dollars But it's really good to see that most normal, and I use that term very, I don't like that word, but standard bathroom scales seem to be going up to 150 kilos now. They only ever really used to go up to 110. And I've seen a lot of different brands going up to 200 kilos. And whilst it's not great that we need to do that, because it is sad knowing that we're living in a world where people are getting bigger that's what's happening and we need to make sure we accommodate for that so that people don't feel humiliated when it comes time to weighing or asking how much you weigh and not being able to find out because no one's accommodating people who are above 100 kilos because when you're in that world, it's it's really isolating and humiliating and degrading. And every person, regardless of their weight or size, deserves to be treated with dignity. I really hope that you've managed to pick up a couple of hints and tips today. And I hope that you can think of a couple of ways yourself that you're able to track your progress. Maybe you ride a horse and the horse doesn't like you because you're big and the horse will start liking you as you lose weight or... Maybe you ride a bike that you know is a bit, well, doesn't accommodate your size as well as it should. And and as you get fitter, you notice that it's much better for you. So I'm hoping that you're able to, to think of a couple of different things yourself, that you're able to measure your own progress. And I really hope that you can start to be your own inspiration and use your progress to help motivate you because that is what it's all about. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've got any topics you'd like me to chat about, feel free to email me. My email is stephmflf at gmail.com or shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook. My username is moving forward, looking forward. I hope you have a great day, night, afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are in the world. And I look forward to chatting to you soon. Take care.